I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. A lot of times when I drop the twins at school and I drive away, I look back at the school and I wonder, what's going on behind those walls? Do I trust them? Some parents have not been as lucky as I have been. Their children molested by school teachers. I want to start by talking to you about a teen boy. His name, Corbin Madison. Listen to this. Tennille Whitaker, an elementary school teacher at the Wells Elementary School, was arrested on multiple counts of sexual conduct with students. To this point, as a result of the investigation, we found two students that uh, have been involved that we think that there's possibly more. Uh, so, but she was arrested on eight counts, sexual conduct between uh, certain employees of, of schools and pupils. Her bail is $160,000. She's, last I checked, she was currently in custody here. So we would ask anybody that has any, any further information, any other possible victims, or anybody has any information to contact our detective division. You are hearing the undersheriff of Elko County, Nevada, Ron Sup. That was KRNV reporting. That was just the beginning of the story. Because after the shame and humiliation of being one of the teacher's sex victims, this teen boy with his life in front of him committed suicide. Let that soak in just for a moment. This humiliated teen took his own life after his teacher, his female teacher, now serving 20 years for sex with minors, so embarrassed he took his own life, just turning 18. Great grades, football team, happy family. He's dead. Nothing can change that, no matter how many years she does behind bars. With me, an all-star panel to break it down and put it back together again. Joining me from New York, renowned attorney Jason Oceans. Private investigator with Crispin Special Investigations, Robbie Crispin, the founder of the company. 
the medical examiner for the entire state of Florida, Dr. Tim Gallagher. You can find him at pathcaremed.com, Sierra Gillespie, crimeonline.com, investigative reporter, Dr. Roy H. Lubit, psychiatrist joining me out of New York. His specialty is child psychiatry. He has testified in over 300 cases and has served as expert in a number of criminal and civil sex assault cases at RoyLubit.com. But first, I'm going to go to a special guest joining me. His name is Owen Lefebvre. After many, many years, I consider Owen not just a colleague, but a friend. Owen, your wife, Deb Lefebvre, absolutely, your former wife, Deb Lefebvre, Absolutely stunning. Just, she almost looked like a painting or a photograph of touched up. You, her demeanor was so kind and so joyful and bubbly, full of life. Yet, she turned out to be a child molester of students. And it shocked no one more then it shocked you and what seemed to be a happy marriage. My point is, you know, the other night, Owen, we had open night, open open school night, such as it is for the teachers because everybody's on Zoom, you know. And I looked at the teachers, Owen, and they're perfectly wonderful teachers. They have great experience. They're, they're, they're pretty. They're smart. They're enthusiastic. Every time I look at a teacher, I can't help but think, of Deb Lefebvre. Do you remember when the charges, when the investigation first happened and you first found out about it? I bet you couldn't believe it. No, Nancy, it, and actually it's hard to believe it's been 15 or 16 years since that point, but it's something that I recall like it was almost yesterday. But, um, you know, truth be told, I knew that uh, something was going on, so I think it's important for for everybody, um, especially as a parent, um, but you know, in this case, a spouse, to really trust your intuition. Um, but never, ever did did I think it was uh, would have involved a student. Uh, I assumed that she was having an affair with another one of our teachers um, or her colleagues. But uh, in this case, it was one of her students, and um, yeah, I think you said it well. I mean, it was just uh, absolutely shocked. And I mean, Owen, you, as a rule now, never discuss. Deb Lefebvre's case or your life at that time. And I can't tell you how grateful I am for you speaking out because I was telling you one of the reasons Owen is speaking out today is because of this. Don't be a victim fighting back against America's crime wave. You know, I thought I knew it all, Owen Lefebvre, until I had children, right? And now... <laughs> The thought of just handing them over to a teacher that could molest them is just, I, I, I don't have words for it. And I go through many scenarios of cases I investigated, tried, and covered in the book and tell parents what I think they need to know, tips to help them keep their children safe at school uh, and many other circumstances. But what always was so amazing to me with Deb Lefebvre, your then wife, was how she had everybody hoodwinked. I mean, I'm looking at a picture of her right now. She still looks like a cover, uh, 
a, a cover girl. What was her personality? Um, you know, very much like you described earlier. I mean, she was very jovial, very pleasant, um, um, very well liked uh, by both her colleagues and, and her students and within the community. And so oftentimes you will find, and as you were mentioning, as you, you look at people, unfortunately, uh, sometimes there is the wolf in, in sheep's clothing, if you will. Um, these people are, are in, when I say these people, excuse me, but, you know, predators have the appearance of being outstanding citizens or giving, they're altruistic, they're very generous, they have positions of trust, and sometimes uh, they get in those positions of trust to, to have access to, to children and future victims, and sometimes they're just optimistic, but, um, or opportunistic, rather. But, um, yeah, they develop trust and power, and, and, and you never really know people's true intentions, which is why we just need to be diligent as parents. You know, what's amazing, Owen, is that uh, as well as you thought you knew, your wife, Deb Lafave, you had no idea the possibility that she could be molesting a student. Take a listen to our friends at NBC. She's a top contender for the title of America's most notorious school teacher. In 2004, Deborah Beasley Lafave was arrested at the home of a middle school student accused of having sex with him at her apartment, in her car, in her classroom. She was 23. He was 14. Now to a shocking story. A Florida teacher is facing possible prison time. She wasn't the first teacher or the last to be busted for a liaison with an underage student. But her case created an international sensation. You know, the, the reality of this, I mean, it's a big news story when it happened, and cases like this happen all the time, I'm sad to report. But today we're talking about a young boy, Corbin Madison, who was so embarrassed and humiliated after it became public that his female teacher, Tennille Whitaker, 30 years older than him, was having sex with him. He hung himself. The boy is dead because of a teacher's molestation. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. We are talking about how to keep your child safe in all situations, even at school. Two years of research, investigation, and writing went into Don't Be a Victim, Fighting Back Against America's Crime Wave. My proceeds going to National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. 
I immediately in the book tackle your child safe at school. And joining me is a special guest who I now consider to be a friend, Owen Lefebvre, married to, wouldn't you say, Owen, that this case of your then-wife, Deb Lefebvre, was really one of the first cases like this to hit the media. I mean, it had been happening before, but this case saturated the media, and people became aware that teachers were molesting students. I guess nobody really wanted to think about it before Deb Lefave happened. Yeah, I think, and so you mentioned earlier, Nancy, this is this is something that I chose to, because it's been so long and I've been remarried and uh, have a high-profile um, professional career in the finance industry. It's something that I wanted to shy away from, but your book has really inspired me, and, and the story of uh, Corbin Madison also inspired me to to speak out. And, uh, you know, I think at the time of my personal situation, it was really when the 24-hour media had taken place, and she's very attractive, and, and I think it was very polarizing because people often don't, in our culture, don't believe boys are victims. And you know, I think in this instance, you could see that that's absolutely the case and they are victims and maybe some of the responses are a little different than, than female victims, but it has long-term consequences. And uh, in this case, a lot of shame and, and guilt. Unfortunately, we, we, we lost a, a, a special boy. Um, and it's, you know, and, and the reason I'm speaking out is to, you know, just further support you and, and hoping to prevent something like that from happening to someone else. You know, Owen, for you to deviate from your rule now that you never speak about the Deb Lefebvre case, and you are actually coming forward and rehashing all the H-E-double-L you went through at the time, the blaming, <laughs> the shaming, I'm so grateful. And it's, it's stunning to me that this boy, Corbin Madison, took his life in humiliation, being ribbed about it every day, jokes about having sex with teacher. He just couldn't take it anymore. His parents did not see it coming. I want to go to Dr. Roy H. Lubit, psychiatrist joining us out of New York. You can find him at RoyLubitLubit.com. Dr. Lubit, Owen Lefebvre hit on an incredible point that very often people don't see boys as victims, but they are. What effect does a molestation by a teacher have on a child, a, a person that everybody seems to like and look up to and trust, and there's the child knowing what's happening? There's a power differential between a teacher and the student, and the child um, is going to be under pressure and going to be controlled in a way that prevents an equal relationship. And that has a negative effect at the moment and it has a negative effect in terms of future relationships. Um, in the midst of such a relationship, you know, children, adolescents begin to hide much of their life from their friends, from their parents, and that isolates them from their community and cuts them off, and that has a big impact on them emotionally. And there's a very high instance of problems with anxiety. You know, you said that things that happen amongst their peers, their friends at school, end up, sadly, defining them for the rest of their lives. It shapes the way they see the world. 
this young boy, Corbin Madison, committed suicide after his female teacher molested him. With me now, in addition to Dr. Lubit, is another expert who learned from the School of Hard Knocks. It's the husband of Deb Lafave. Her case made the headlines and brought the teacher sex crime to the forefront. Take a listen to this. They'd been married less than a year, but in June of 2004, Owen Lefebvre began to have a terrible suspicion about his lovely wife, Deborah. He said something along the lines of, I think Debbie's having an affair to my mom. And he thought it was with one of my fellow teachers. He never dreamed it was with one of your students. Never. But that's exactly what happened. Deborah Lefebvre, a 23-year-old reading teacher, was having an affair with a 14-year-old student at her middle school in a suburb of Tampa. She'd already performed oral sex on him. Now, 10 days later, June 14th, she invited him to help her clean her classroom and crossed yet another line. And that was the first time. You had intercourse with him yes. at school? Yes. School was out, and Deborah grew even more reckless. The next day, she drove the student to Ocala, 100 miles north, to visit his 15-year-old cousin. They picked up the cousin at his home. Deborah gave him the car keys. Then she climbed in back and had sex with the 14-year-old. You know, to Owen Lefebvre, I, I know. I, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't hurt you this many years later. But at the time, it had to be heart-rending. And people even blaming you because you didn't know what was happening. But my point is, when you look at Deborah Lefebvre, or you look at Tennille Whitaker, or you look at Tad Cummings, a male teacher that actually kidnapped his child sex victim, a student, they seem so friendly, so gregarious, so upbeat. You would never suspect and then, oh, and when you hear stories about, for instance, Corbin Madison, the teen boy that m committed suicide after his teacher molested him, the implications are so widespread, Owen. Was there any way, do you look back and think, wow, uh, here's a red flag, there's a red flag, or did she have you fooled too? You know, Nancy, it happened so suddenly, um, and, and it really did. But no, there, there were red, red flags. But like I said, uh, and like actually she said in the interview, um, really had no idea. It just, it, it just wasn't fathomable. Um, uh, you know, especially in maybe a little more unusual with, at the time anyway, it seemed with, uh, you know, a, a woman predator and, and, a, and a boy victim in, 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 their, in her case. But, uh, it really was out of the blue and you know like you like you said i mean it was really amazing how you know the, the you know i will say the media largely but um you know wants to point blame at you know either me for you know, not being a good husband or uh you know me for not knowing sooner and being able to notify somebody but it's um it's oftentimes the people that are closest to us are, are the ones that uh um, you know, we, we truly don't know what's going on in our well, lives. Well, you know what? I want to follow up on that, Owen Lefebvre, to Robbie Crispin, former police officer, now private investigator with Crispin Special Investigations at CrispinInvestigations.com. You do a ton of private eye work on all sorts of cases, but also in domestic disputes. 
In other words, this one's divorcing that one and they start having them followed or you're asked to dig up information. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Don't let a bad mattress stand between you and a good night's sleep. Lisa Mattress can help. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer incredible comfort and support at every price point. Collectively, their mattresses have over 20,000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your own home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we're covering this book, which took two years in the making for you to help protect yourself and your children. Don't be a victim fighting back against America's crime wave. To Robbie Crispin, we're talking about teachers molesting their students, and it happens every day. You just heard Owen Lefebvre, whose wife, Deb Lefebvre, was one of the first bombshell cases of teacher molesting student. Robbie, you heard him say it's the ones closest to you. In your line of work, Robbie Crispin, isn't it true that spouses, they don't want to know? You know what? My husband, uh, night before last, uh, you know how I remember what night it was? Because last night we had fish sticks. Okay. And it was the night before that. <laughs> so, Ro Robbie, he says, hey, I'm meeting Gary for dinner and, you know, I I'll be home right after that. I'm like, great, go goodbye. And I never thought twice about it. And you know what, Robbie? I don't want to think twice about it. I don't want to have to say, wow, I wonder if he's really having dinner. I wonder if he's really having nachos somewhere. You don't want to know, so you don't bother to find out. And you intentionally choose to see the world with rose-colored glasses. I do. When it comes to my children and my marriage, I think they're all perfect. You know, the sad part about all this is, Nancy, is a lot of people don't want to upset the apple cart. They're living a great life. They don't want to know. They don't want to know the truth. And in each one of these cases that you're talking about, had somebody step forward, put surveillance on somebody, in each one of these, every single step along the way in that investigation, some type of a surveillance would have caught Debbie LaFave driving a 14-year-old 100 miles away. 
someone would have caught the sex in well, the car. Well, hold on just a moment. Earlier, someone referred to this as an affair with a student. To Jason Oceans, uh, veteran defense attorney, this is not an affair. That's not what this is. No. These students no, 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 no. Is, are protected because, you know, under the law, Jason Oceans, a, a, a child this age, and I call them a child because under the law they are, they can't buy a house, they can't buy a car, they can't buy liquor or tobacco because they don't have the mental capacity to do that. So if I hear you say affair with a teacher again, you know what? I've never threatened you with physical force, but I can do a knuckle sandwich, no mayo. And you know I mean it, Oceans, because this is not an affair. This is sex no, molestation. I, I, I object to the to the use of that term. It's a it's a crime um, uh, with a real victim and real consequences. Um, so there are, you know, I think Mr. Owen referred to it earlier. You know, with uh, the the cachet, you know, the first time being a you know a younger uh, you know, woman and uh, you know boys. Uh, those are boys. Uh, and uh, this is this is not this is uh, you know predatory opportunists relative to your book opportunists taking the opportunity to do something crimes of opportunity not everything is planned specifically uh, but but reacting to an opportunity and, and what can we as parents do about it? I mean Jason Oceans you've just gotten your second to college. But you were on them like a cheap suit the whole way. I remember from pre-K to 12. Listen to this, Oceans. Drop in unannounced. When the teachers see my beat-up minivan coming into that parking lot, they know there's going to be a spot check. Uh, Drop in unannounced. Know your teachers. Check out them online. Their Insta or Facebook may just surprise you. And that is not a violation of their right to privacy, is it, Jason Oceans? I can look them no, up. No, not at all. It's, it's, it's all public information, and, and, and I support that. I mean, you know, you can't be an ostrich with your head in the sand. You got you to gotta be alert. You got to be a hawk. Uh, you know, quick glances behind you all the time, no different than those same type of furtive glances when you're walking to make sure that you're safe to the insides of, of what's, you know, all around you. Uh, your, your students, uh, their teachers, your children, be alert. Always be alert. Don't be paranoid. Just be alert. I'm going to go with paranoid. Thank you very much. Guys, we're talking about don't be a victim, fighting back against America's crime wave. Uh, joining me, special guest Owen Lefebvre, here is another idea. If your child is singled out for special treatment or asked to stay after school, taken on a private trip, or given a gift by the teacher, that's a bad sign. I bring out my son had an awesome teacher who gave him extra books. He loved it. He even has a keychain of a lighthouse that she gave him about one of the books. Lucy had a teacher who took extra time to rehearse piano with her. In overtime, in their private time. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like Deb Lefebvre driving the student, you know, an hour away and seeing them outside of school. That's a bad sign, Owen. <laughs> that is a bad sign, Nancy. But uh, uh, in, in, in my defense, you know, at the time I thought she was working and, you know, not driving across the, the, the great state of Florida. 
Um, and, and, you know, in, in other things and in events when, you know, she was out supporting her, her students, the, you know, the, the, the story and the narrative all made sense. But, in, you know, and for that reason, I would just warn everybody, you know, if anything seems suspicious, especially when it comes to your child, you need to question, you need to follow up, you need to be diligent. I love the ostrich and, and hawk analogy. I mean, that's exactly as a parent what you need to do. Well put. Guys, it goes from, and it's so mischaracterized that this is every schoolboy's dream to have sex with the teacher. It, it's not. It's not at all. Take a listen to our friends. This is Jeff Zander, the Elko County School Superintendent. Did anybody in the school district know about this, Jeff, these allegations? Well, from the district standpoint, we were notified back in October of some allegations. And so that being said, we've actually completed three different investigations on this situation in Wells over the past, you know, nine months. Uh, that being said, as Ron stated earlier, uh, nobody was really willing to testify or give a statement that said, yes, this happened, okay? And so uh, no doubt the sheriff's office has been in a full investigation that we've participated or tried to help facilitate with the sheriff's office. I want to go to Sierra Gillespie, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. That was the Elko County School Superintendent describing resistance met by witnesses they tried to speak to there at Wells Elementary. Um, no one seemingly wanted to testify. Sierra Gillespie, how did that molestation occur? What was the MO of the teacher? Nancy, so what happened, this teacher was an elementary school teacher, um, and she was abusing students who were at a nearby high school. So basically, they would come and be like aides for her classroom, helping around with like, maybe like reading buddies or things like that so that they could get extra credit. Um, and so how it happened was she had this special like reading corner in her classroom that you could not see from the door, like in the hallway, and you couldn't see from the windows looking outside. So she had something called her quote unquote special hour. And that is when these situations would happen. Um, actually one of the students, there were four in total who were abused, but one of the students initially resisted her and she threatened to mark him absent, say that he did not show up. You're not gonna get credit for this course if you don't engage in these sexual acts with me. How was it finally uncovered, Sierra Gillespie? So actually there are several situations that happened. Um, actually the nearby high school principal um, where these students were from, the older students who were being abused, he had six reports on this. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Six reports? Mm -hmm. Listen to this. We started getting reports uh, from people uh, quite some time ago. A lot of them were very reluctant to come forward for a variety of different reasons. So we did some uh, unconventional uh, investigation. We did a lot of surveillance and some things like that. Was able to gather a lot of information, which then led us to circle around and finally we got down to the arrest yesterday. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Don't let a bad mattress stand between you and a good night's sleep. Lisa Mattress can help. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer incredible comfort and support at every price point. Collectively, their mattresses have over 20,000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your own home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Don't be a victim fighting back against America's crime wave. Protect your children at school. With me, an all-star panel with PhDs and from the School of Hard Knocks. Protecting your child at school, for instance. And there you just heard all these complaints were happening, but nothing was being done. The molestation continued and the boy committed suicide when people started mocking him and making fun of him. The parents couldn't save him. I mentioned drop in unannounced. I've used examples like, oh, I've got to give John David a baby aspirin. Or, oh, Lucy forgot her hoodie to get in. Be involved. You don't have to be the president of the PTO for Pete's sake. But be involved. Be on the scene. I went so far as to be a volunteer in the library. Do you know how many thousands of books I shelved? just so I could walk by and see John, David, and Lucy when they were on snack time? Yes, I hope the school's not listening. I did have an ulterior motive. But you know what? Back to you, Owen Lefebvre. Um, I don't know how parents can look at a teacher like Deb Lefebvre and think, wow, she's going to molest my child. What tips do you have for parents, Owen? You know, I think it, it, it really all starts with having a relationship with your child so they feel comfortable talking to you and sharing things with you. And like I said earlier, if anything seems suspicious or your child says something, you need to follow up on that, knowing who your child is spending time with, um, being diligent, checking their phones and emails, and, and even to the extent of maybe being a big brother and a life tracker app. So, you know, where you're at when it, it came to, uh, you know, my former wife. Unfortunately, that technology wasn't around back then, but uh, maybe that could have helped, uh, you know, the boy in this instance. Um, it, it just understanding that um, just because someone belongs to a reputable organization or seems to be a reputable person in the community, oftentimes they are the predators. And um, follow your intuition and, and pop in. I, I love that story, Nancy. I think that's, 
Uh, uh, me and all the books I shelved. Oh, that's the tip of the iceberg. If you had any idea, I picked the twins up and they go, mom, we saw you at recess. I'm like, so, (laughs) and I wasn't trying to hide John David. I don't care if you saw me and I hope everybody else saw me too, because I'm watching to Dr. Tim Gallagher, medical examiner for the entire state of Florida at pathcaremed.com. Dr. Gallagher you may be wondering the significance of you, an ME, being on our program today, and this is why. It's very hard to prove a case like this at trial. There's no forensic evidence left. Isn't it true that, for instance, um, sperm, it's gone after about 76 hours. It starts uh, decomposing almost immediately. Touch DNA. All of that vanishes in a matter of days. And you heard the school's resistance in prosecuting and investigating Tennille Whitaker. That young man took his life. So you can't count on forensics in cases like this to prove anything. Well, I mean, that can be true, Nancy. I guess it depends on where you look for the DNA. If you could find a DNA under the fingernails or uh, in other parts of the body the that don't degrade as easily, you can find it on the clothing. You can, you can find it on the clothing as well. Um, but I understand that this case was a suicide. And is, is that what is going to be difficult to prove? In well, I mean, the molestation of the children is very hard to prove forensically because time passes and the evidence decomposes in the body. Well, that's true. Time is of the essence. Um, it, is, it is your greatest enemy, and it's best if you have these suspicions to act swiftly and to collect the clothing, collect um, any type of uh, item that may have been received from the uh, potential uh, molester, and then uh, sequester that for forensic evidence. Back to Dr. Roy H. Lubit joining us from New York, New York psychiatrist. Dr. Lubit, in this case, the boy victim, Corbin, felt so much anxiety and embarrassment and lack of self-esteem, the humiliation. He actually moved away from his hometown just days after high school and then couldn't take it anymore and killed himself. Now the parents have to live every day of their life wondering, what could I have done? What is your advice to parents, Dr. Lubit? Well, it's critical that the parents be very available and very supportive of these situations. But it's also critical that the school sees to it, that other students and teachers understand that the boy was a victim, just as a girl who was has sex with a teacher is a victim. And what I've seen happen is that people turn on the a male victim, where they complain that uh, the woman was a favorite teacher of theirs, that you know he must have enjoyed it, he was complicit in it. And this is devastating. Uh, teenagers are particularly vulnerable to humiliation. We all are. But when your entire community turns on you and you're a teenager and teenagers are impulsive, the risk to them killing themselves is very high. Guys, how can you protect your child no matter what age when they are at school? And it's hard to take in that they even have to be protected from their teacher. 
You know, when I think of my teachers, I think about Miss Julia, my kindergarten teacher. Her husband was a farmer, and she wanted to teach. So he cleared out the barn, and I went to kindergarten in a barn, and it was wonderful. Uh, my first grade teacher, my second grade teacher, Miss Annabelle, I wrote my first poem for her, and she kept it. All the teachers that were so wonderful that that affected my life and changed my life, and it's hard to take in that there are teachers that molest their students. We've talked about two female teachers that molested their students, one child actually committing suicide over the shame of the sex molestation, but who could ever forget the case of Tad Cummings? Listen to this. But even after Cummings' arrest, Thomas says he tried to maintain control over her. He said not to tell them that we have done anything, that he forced me to go, say that I went willingly, um, say that he was trying to protect me. As time passes, Thomas slowly coming to terms with the ordeal. I know he's a bad man and I blame myself a lot, but now I know that he's at fault. He himself made him do it. Other people don't choose your actions, you do. And Tad Cummins pleaded guilty earlier this year to transporting a minor across state lines for sex. What Tad Cummings did was take advantage of a snow day, a day that, uh, or an in-teacher study day, when the dad thought his daughter was going to school, Cummings took off with the daughter. She was found on the other side of the country in a commune with her teacher having sex repeatedly. This little girl, she sounds so grown up. I guess the experience changed her in ways we can never understand. But no one knew what was happening. Her parents, her friends, no one knew. What can you do? Look for signs in your child's behavior. Have their grades dropped? Do they have unexplained absences? As Owen Lefebvre pointed out, have the track or the device on your child's phone so you know where they are. Research the school history and particular teachers. Look up Facebook, Insta, Twitter, and all social media. Look for your teacher. If you get bad vibes, don't be afraid to ask that your child be transferred to another class. So what? Do your homework. This book has pages and pages of ways for you to protect your child. To all of my guests, thank you for being with us. God bless these children that are trying to put their lives back together and to the parents of Corbin. Don't be a victim. Don't let your child be a victim. Fight back. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's best hybrid mattress 
five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. <laughs> 